What's going on, Matt? We're back real quick, man. We're back. We're back. My name is AG, and I'm here to talk about beef. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> We're talking about scams today. We're talking about scams. We're talking about a little bit of beef. Um, this is episode five of the Moon Talk streamcast. Um, happy to be here with everyone. But yeah, like what we took off from last pod was these new like internet spats that we're seeing. That was kind of weird. When I saw it, I just sent it directly to you. I'm like... Yo, you see Dude, this? what's going on? <laughs> a couple celebrities in, in, in the ring, but in the Twitter ring. Yeah, yeah. Last episode, we were uh, talking about a little bit our boy uh, Gary V. Um, and so he's got, uh, well, he's mainly responsible for V Friends, but his brother and, and certain people that he has around him are branching off into the space as well. Um, and there is a project. And this is from my end. This is speculation on how this beef started. So um, we talked about Personal Corner and Des Bryant. And how Former wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys and a few other teams. Correct. Yep. And he was a man while he was playing, frankly. Um, and so his goal in the NFT space is to really empower the athletes for careers outside of sports, after sports, whatever the case may be. And so his model with Personal Corner was if you buy any of these NFTs that are uh, from Personal Corner, you get access utility to um, certain events uh, like going to a game with Des Bryant, going to a party with Des Bryant. And I'm sure there's other um, pieces of utility in there that's just not uh, events-driven. Mm-hmm. But I think he saw uh, Sports, Vayner Sports, um, which is a project led by Gary Vee's brother, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So th- Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk and A.J. Vaynerchuk own a sports agency, Vayner yeah. Sports. A.J., Gary's brother started a, a an NFT project called Vayner Sports Pass, mm-hmm. which is for the fans to interact with the people. But I, let you keep going with, yeah. with this. And real quick, with that, is that more events driven than anything, or are there other? Yeah. So, so right now, it's it's by owning these this pass, the Vayner Sports Pass one, or however many tokens you have with various icons that are shown on it of, okay. of different sports. Depending on what you have, you get entered into a, a, a raffle, or there are various like games or, or things that within the community decide who wins um, these exclusive things, uh, um, events, meet and greets with with athletes. Okay, basically, it's all starting with the the holders, the fans. So it sounds very similar to Personal Corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it very. It is very similar. Yeah, yeah. But, but maybe this is where the beef beef started. They yeah. might have different concepts of what they're ultimately trying to do that's my speculation because des bryant has been very vocal about hey this is for the athletes and how they can you know continue on a career outside of physical sports and like even putting the concepts together and and building that business acumen for these nft projects i think is his ultimate goal which is great yeah, and he called out Gary Vee on Twitter last week um, saying he doesn't like how he plays games and this is only for the athletes. And I think, and this is speculation because I don't think Gary responded or has spoken on this yet, but um, I think he saw the Vayner Sports Project and was like, yo, you're that's just a ripoff of what I'm doing and the athletes aren't getting anything. This is all fan-driven. Like, cool, they get to go attend the events and everything like that, but Vayner Sports is profiting and the athletes who they're going to see aren't getting 
a dime, essentially. I don't know if that's true or not. This is all speculation. speculation. And also, I don't know if Vayner Sports is paying the athletes in this project or whatever the case. They could be. Um, and the reason why I think that is because he called out somebody else, too. Mm-hmm. And I looked into their NFT project, and it was it was very sports event-driven again. So I think surface level, that's what it is. Um, knowing Gary, he'll probably reach out or, or was it AJ? Yeah. Yeah, AJ, he might reach out and, like, do a collaboration or figure out what the disconnect is. But from the outside looking in, I think Des was like, yo, you guys are literally copying my project. I'm interested to see how it plays out because we don't know yet. Like, like it's kind of – he threw that out, and everyone's speculating now, but we didn't actually, like, get to a final final part to the – we didn't even get, like, into the beef. It's just, like, there, and we're trying to figure out what, what it's about, what it's from. Yeah, and I think this is the first, like – NFT beef that I've seen I've definitely seen people get screamed on and all caps on on scams But like yeah an actual like, you know my project against your project I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah, cuz you that's a very very good point You think it at least in my experience Aside from the scams like the community the NFT and crypto community is very supporting of each other yeah. Like it's kind of the more people in it the more value creation can come so it's like there's not a lot of, of of beef between between projects. But, let's, uh, let's be honest too. Uh, there's a lot of people copying too, because it's yeah. like we were talking a lot about board apes, and a lot of these other projects are ape based, and they're not really worth anything. Because I mean, they might initially because they built some hype around it, or they might be lying about their board ape affiliation, and then deriv- it's all we talked about a couple months ago. Like I feel like beginning of this year, end of last year, was just we lived in the world of derivative projects and yeah. knockoffs and yeah. and it's know. all something punk or something ape yeah. or something woman like you know what i'm saying yeah. like and i think like that that's what des felt yeah you know what i'm saying like you're just you took know what? what i did and and but the goal of the athletes profiting and leading in this sector is not being met here yeah I'm not writing Des off by any means because it's just one thing, but it's 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 a shame to kind of throw that out. You know what? Maybe I won't even go there because we don't know what it's about. But it's like right. it's all speculation. Yeah. yeah, and there's nothing. You should be learning from other people. Like just because someone does something similar, like he should be learning from them, or they should be learning from it. It doesn't need to be a, uh, an or. You know, and versus or. Um, it's. It's it's crazy. I I just had a thought that is running out of my head. Oh, Gary, why I um, part of why I think he's cool or why why he's got to have some some major cojones. Um, he talks often or he gives free information, free advice out a lot, yeah. and he always says he's like the ideas, even if they seem great, the ideas are the easy part. But there are so few people out there that can actually execute. Right. So like, here, take my ideas, like. If I believe in if I if I run with this, I'm gonna do it better than you because I'm an executor. Yeah. So it's just like I'm just gonna share my knowledge and share what I know and, and help people that way. So just take it. Yeah, take the I don't I don't remember their names. The twins who created or who claim they created Facebook and then Zuckerberg was like he really did that. Because they're big encrypted the uh I'll think of it Winkleberg or something. Winklevoss. Winklevoss, okay, got yeah. you, got you. I was halfway there. Weren't they Avalanche? Didn't they start the Avalanche blockchain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe so, we <laughs> we'll talk about them later. But um, you're you're completely right. Like maybe they did 
see Dez's project and was like, well, we can execute on a different level. I understand his uh, sole mission here, but this is ours. Like, who knows? We'll never fucking know. And also, this could just <laughs> be, we could be completely off base here. It could just be stirring something up. Yeah, you? yeah. But I just thought, I just thought his tweets were like weird last week. So I was like, there's definitely something there. There's something brewing. Yeah. This shows you the importance. It kind of fits, but kind of maybe we'll bridge to another topic like just understanding who's running your project like are they an executor like gary v talks about or des bryant like or are they anonymous and a kid in his basement who this is his first project doing things like this is like the beginning of scams and celebrity money grabs just like jumping into things without actually knowing what's going on right 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 speaking of scams i know we talked about like my initial jump in the nft was <laughs> definitely a scam but like how do you, how would you talk to somebody about getting involved and not, not necessarily not getting scammed because you're going to run into it, whether it's on your Discord DM or you probably get a million Twitter DMs or Instagram DMs and people are scamming all the time. And that's really like diluting the importance of what the, these projects could be and what the utility could be yeah. used for. But how would you like guide somebody coming in um not to avoid again not to avoid scans but just to be conscious of yeah. what what's out there so i would start a streamcast that talks about <laughs> <laughs> education no i i seriously i mean i i, I like that i i wish i had something to listen to as i was getting in into it that sort of guided me through it yeah because basically i i mean i would just say to slow down and be patient like take as much time as you can to understand like one or two things about whatever you're kind of jumping into and and start there and just really get educated on what like what it takes to get to that step like it's very difficult to add money to, a, to it it's very difficult to buy an nft because of how many steps it takes to to get there convert us dollar into eth and to send it to this wallet and this exchange like make sure it's safe yeah, yeah it's it's complicated so i think starting slow and understand like understanding you're not going to buy an nft today like learn what it takes to buy an nft or to buy yeah. a coin mm. we talk nft a lot it fits for crypto a yeah. crypto coin too it's like understand the steps of creating a wallet creating a digital wallet. understand like how to have a second wallet, a, a cold storage, or a ledger, like another form of wallet. Like how how can you protect yourself with the tools that you have while learning this stuff? Um, I think starting defensive with an open mind, if that's possible, <laughs> if that's possible, is the the way to go. Yeah, to to add on to that, please um, don't be married to the money initially to what you're trying to get involved with. Because for me, like. The best way for me to learn is just to dive in head, mm -hmm. head first. Like, I could sit and re do all the research in the world, and this is just me personally, yeah. and still different. still not really understand what's going on until, like, oh, that was a scam. Now I know, like, oh, oh, I actually came up on this one, and, and here's why. So that's kind of how I operate. So my advice would be your initial investment, if you're thinking about doing this, like, being okay with losing that. Yeah. When I say being okay with losing that, just pick a number that you're comfortable with like you don't have to swing for the fence because cool cats are everywhere or 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You don't have to dive into that capacity. It's more so functionally understanding how a project works, what type of utility are you getting, what is going on in the Discord, like understanding those things while being involved. That's how I would go about it, but also the way I would go about it, 90% sure you're probably going to get scammed because... <laughs> yeah, well, everyone has a different <laughs> to approach. To be honest with you. It's, just, it's psychology. Yeah. Like, yeah. you learn best by doing... And I would recommend at some point, do it. Like, you got to take a chance. You got to take a leap and, and trust something, um, which makes it all more important than what you said. Invest with the money you can afford to lose. Like, don't... Don't over leverage yourself. Like, don't put in money. Like, this is exciting and highly volatile, and it's 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 it it it, it creates those gambling urges, those yeah. risky urges where you you want that lottery ticket, but man, you got to pump the brakes sometimes. Yeah, that um that reminds me. So um, there was a conference over the last weekend in Atlanta called InvestFest, and it was the first time that they were doing this. They were trying to InvestFest. Yeah, they were trying to do like uh, Coachella for investors yeah you know what i'm saying so they had like steve harvey all these people come in speak they had a couple concerts i think rick ross was there too they were talking crypto show us yeah show us for real (laughs) um but uh steve harvey said like you just don't become a millionaire like you have to start you know what i'm saying so like if you're just in your head nfts a scam nfts are scam but you constantly find yourself gravitating to it or researching it or whatever the case, you're, in my opinion, you're not going to learn anything for real, for real, until you actually get started. So it's like, that goes with anything. But people do that with their own businesses. Like, hey, if I'm not going to, if if this is not going to be successful immediately, I don't, I'm not even going to try. That's the mindset. You got to try. You got to try. Like, you got to be okay with losing whatever you're okay with losing at the beginning. And who knows, you might not lose that. Might double up, might triple up. You have no idea. Yeah. But you're not gonna know unless you unless you do, do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 funny. A lot of the 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 fraudulent things, the scams, are very web two related, are very current in terms of how how people are getting scammed individually, how people mm-hmm. are getting their wallets broken into because you're all of your your currency all of your crypto is stored on a digital wallet how do you protect that people are are getting fished they're getting scam emails they're clicking mm-hmm. links um whether it's an email a traditional email like we get today or you're in discord or you're in twitter and someone sends you a dm saying we're minting this project right now for free like you know go 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 yeah, move. yeah. people are then signing these things that, that attach sign signs to or from your wallet, and people are draining their accounts. Easy access to yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. the one thing that I'll always remember, and, and things have, have it changed since I first jumped in, but, like, when you're creating a wallet, you get, at least when you're creating a MetaMask, which is the one I use, mm-hmm. one of the most popular, the way that you hold custody, that, that the, the secret sauce is these 16-word secret recovery phrases. They're yep. the only thing that that can recover your wallet if you you get locked out or someone break if you have these recovery this recovery phrase it's it's your way back in um and definitely write that down don't store it in your phone or anything like that because hackers can hack anything i mean i talked about it previously my billion dollar organization that i work for got hacked so it's like 
All it takes is one little vulnerability, yeah. one person or or software or whatever. Um, so that write down your secret recovery phrase, yep. which all yep. the major wallets, the good ones, will tell you to do. Don't take a screenshot. Don't save it on your computer. Don't just write it down. Store it somewhere else. Right. Right. Um, in addition, like, do you know? Do you have a ledger? Do you have a, a cold storage, or do you have any type of secondary? Yeah, I have a ledger. I haven't used it yet, and the reason is, and I, I might have talked about this, so uh, forgive me, but um, I stored my cryptocurrency on a platform that will remain nameless because I don't want any, anybody to look into it. <laughs> um, they um, were marketing to the users of this platform that it, as long as you keep your crypto on this platform, we will give you guys rewards. So, so it's a staking. Yes, but USD, just straight USD, and that you can reinvest, do whatever you want. Um, and so I, as long as I kept it in there, I was making an extra 15 bucks a week, 20 bucks a week, whatever the, whatever they determined that week. And during the bear market over the last few months, the CEO of this platform tried to flee the country, was trying to get just out of the pit. You don't want to call him out? <laughs> nah, nah, because I don't want I don't want nobody to know what that wait is. Wait till you get wanna, off that platform. Yeah, wait, wait till <laughs> I get off. Um, and so with that, they couldn't afford to continue to give everybody these rewards while the market was downturning. So they locked all of our wallets. So I can't get anything out of it, but of course I can invest into it <laughs> if I wanted to. So I haven't I haven't used my ledger yet because I want to have access to the cryptocurrency that I own so I can store it into uh, a separate hardware device that's not um, tied to the internet whatsoever. Got but you. I highly recommend everybody get some sort of hardware wallet because you think you're safe and, and you're not. Um, I, I've got my own thoughts about Coinbase and what might happen with the government and things like that, so I don't want it on there either. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like... No, having that second second layer, yeah. you know, we've got, you've got your crypto and NFTs or whatever stored on your your main wallet, which someone, it, it's difficult to break in, but someone can. What a lot of people do, they send them to a, a ledger's ledger or Trezor. You know, these are the the top companies. Top for companies, yeah. Cold storage basically looks like a little USB device. It's actually a physical piece of hardware, a hardware wallet that mm-hmm. you that you store all that crypto on. So if someone's trying to break into your digital wallet and and, and send things or, or take all your money, the only way these things can move out of that digital wallet is if you physically on your ledger, on your hardware device, accept this transaction as legitimate. Yeah. So which did happen. Yeah. So over the last week there was a bunch of Ethereum wallets, Ethereum specific wallets and Solana specific wallets that did it start were, with Solana? Yeah. Yeah, and tell me about this. Solana has honestly they've been having some problems altogether. Like we started learning about it at VCon, um, but their network continues to fail mm-hmm. a lot. So and Solana, Solana is it's a type of cryptocurrency, and it's a blockchain like Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah. So while, while Bitcoin is Bitcoin actually is a blockchain, but but it's it it's just a currency. It's just mm-hmm. a storage of value. Ethereum's actually a and Solana. It's a a, a blockchain, a, a platform that you can then build applications on top of. Yep, you can build applications on these networks in addition to a currency. Correct. Yep. So it's got dual functionality, same as Ethereum, but the issues that they've been having is 
that well the the initial draw to Solana is the transaction rate. I forget how quick it is, but it's supposed to be lightning quick. Like you make a transaction and it's it's done, and that's all we want. Like even if we're trying to purchase something overseas or whatever, we don't want to go through these quick transaction, low fees. Yeah, yeah, and and with that, like uh, that's a good point. Um, with Ethereum, uh, the biggest knock on it is the fees of the transactions. They're called gas fees um, when you're making a purchase of an NFT or, or whatever um, digitally. And so that's the biggest knock, and that's why Solana has risen as one of um, the competitors of Ethereum. But with that, the network moves at such a fast rate, the the uh, network shuts down. There's been lapses. There's been multiple of them. Um, luckily, the the value hasn't dropped of it right. yet, but I can see it doing that if, um, if that continues to happen. So what some platforms have started to do is, like, merge – Solana and Ethereum, so Solana-specific NFTs now can be purchased with Ethereum. Magic Ethan? Yeah, Magic Ethan <laughs> is a, a platform you can um, look into, is an it, NFT platform similar to OpenSea. Did you know, Magic Eden, they had tweeted something. Oh, they, yeah, they sorry, changed, yeah, yeah. They changed their you tricked name. Me. They changed their name to Ethan, <laughs> Magic Ethan, yeah, yeah. when they announced it. Right, yeah. right. But anyways. So that, but that is to combine or combat some of those network issues and so i guess when these network issues were happening recently a bunch of solana nfts or a bunch of solana wallets were just robbed by hackers and and stuff like that and that's why we're on here preaching hard wallets have it off any network off any platform regardless how much you trust it or not like shit can hit the fan at any any time and so with that ethereum wallets were also compromised because i think one of them i have i think it's called ghost phantom uh yes phantom and you can store ethereum or solana nfts on there it had something to do with phantom i think i don't want to say it was one person's fault or the other yeah. but what i was listening and reading about you know it's between the actual soul blockchain or Phantom. I think it was a vulnerability in the way Phantom created was their wallets. Yeah, which is interesting. You think about this. We're in this Web three decentralization. This is still a centralized company. Phantom is a company, right? Like they are a business. Like you still have to trust. That is a them. good point. Yeah, like a, a lot of these platforms, you still technically have to trust. It's it's more so the currency that you're buying into as far mm-hmm. as the decentralization. But if you're storing it on a Phantom on a MetaMask, on a Coinbase, you're still tied in there. Right. And that goes back to my point about Coinbase and, like, being government legislated. Like, I think that's coming for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. Um, and I don't want my crypto to be legislated. So, <laughs> like... But would you... Would... Is there a scenario where you would be more comfortable having a centralized entity take custodian, take take custody of your assets for a for a fee versus you having to go through all these steps to have it on your digital wallet, your hard wallet, yeah. you got to keep track of it. Maybe you have multiple ones like it's not easy. I know what I would answer, but I I want to ask you first. My answer is both. Yeah. <laughs> so like because in theory, yes, I would pay the fee for a platform to have my cryptocurrency, have my NFTs and I pay this fee to guarantee that 
it's insured or or whatever the case. But we've seen billion dollar corporations screw up. Do you know what I'm saying? Trump. And they figure out some type of loophole why they can't refund because insurance companies are essentially like investment firms. Yeah. Like they go so hard for you. Like if something actually happens, if you actually get into a car accident or, or something that you need insurance for. Maybe a leak on my first floor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they go so hard for you to actually obtain what is rightfully yours because when you initially purchase that insurance, they invest it. Oh, yeah. So they can't get it back as quickly. So, like, if that were to happen to my cryptocurrency portfolio or my NFT portfolio, how can I be... 100% like confident that you can't that's gonna come back to me or I'm gonna get equal value So that's kind of why I'm like yes, that would be nice to have in theory, but I don't know if that could happen So yeah, it's easier for me to think like all right. I'm gonna protect myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's it true. It's it's you go back and forth. I it's, it's it's tricky. I to me, it's so much anxiety keeping track of it myself. Just worried about losing a, a drive or you know, clicking one wrong link or text or something. But you make you make a good point, my friend. Yeah, the thing man. Is, right now, if, if imagine if all your stuff gets stolen, you have no one to call. Like right. there's no it's customer service. It's on you. It's on you. And you know what I do in times of need. Tell me, Adam. Tell me what you do. <laughs> I, I look for a little laugh, man. <laughs> so I was on I was on Twitter um, a couple days ago. I, th- I sent you the video immediately. Um, there's this clip of Crypto Boy. And you got to laugh at yourself sometimes, man. <laughs> like, you know that South Park episode when they were making fun of everybody investing in NFTs and stuff like that? You just got to take that on the chin. And this is definitely one that I was like, am I this big of a loser, bro? <laughs> No, but this is so funny. It just shows, like, it was a girl who created the video initially. Yeah, I think so. I think on so. On TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And then some... Uh, TikTok's uh, taking over the world, The man. stranger, you know, duetted it. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I, I can't wait to watch this again. It's hilarious. Can, can you guys roll the clip when you have an opportunity? I don't care about your crypto, boy. Yeah. This is not true. Not a crypto boy, I'm a crypto man. You think I don't make bank, but I can. Sitting over there with your judgmental eyes. I got my eyes on the prize. You don't think I make money, boy. I make more than you. I will. I put it in my savings and I look at you and I'm a crypto man. Now what did you? What are you? See, man, I'm I'm not a crypto boy. I'm a crypto man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I felt that. You're a GAM. <laughs> oh man. No, nah, but I I really think like like I know you go through the same thing. Like we're both single. You'd be talking to some chick or whatever, and be like, "What do you do in your spare time?" And you talk about it, and it's like, "Oh, for real? You can't even like really show me anything." For Why do I think it? I'm talking to you about this? <laughs> you you say NF on a day, it's over, <laughs> over crypto. Oh my god, I I don't know if I can say it on the streamcast, but um, I was um, listening to this interview, and they were asking him about NFTs, and it was a black dude, and he's like, "NFT stands for." Uh, Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that one, man. So good. 
We gotta find that clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "There's, there's still a lot of hate out there, man. It, it is what it is, and it, and it comes back from these scams for real. So, um, but we're crypto men, you know. So. Pr- crypto men, <laughs> protect yourself. Write down your recovery phrase. Don't give it to anybody. Yeah, and be it's, smart. it's it's gonna evolve. So there's gonna be other aspects of security that I'm sure are gonna make us feel a little bit better about everything. Um, but yeah, write write down your phrases, um, and I always move with with some like skepticism with anything. Like even even in NFTs, I'm in it. You're in it. We still operate with skepticism. Like we talk about different projects, but we haven't invested into them. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like we're still looking, trying to see if it makes sense. Um, it's easy to say, but do your own research. Don't take anything on here, like for yeah. Bible. You know what I mean? So. Just be curious. Ask a lot of questions. Be curious. Ask a lot of questions. There are a lot of helpful people, you know, whether you start on Twitter or Discord, find a community in some way that you can and and just ask them, hey, where, where do I start? What, would you, what do you guys recommend? There's a an abundance of people looking to help. So Yeah, definitely grill them in the Discord because you've got instant um, access and instant responses, not only from the creators, but from everybody else who's involved. And you don't have to be involved to join that Discord server. Like, you don't have to own anything. So you can just go in there and just gather some information. Um, what helps me on the crypto side is just having a bunch of, like, homies that are deep in it, too. Yeah. And so all, like, trying to bounce ideas off each other, uh, maybe listen to more streamcasts like this one. Yeah, let's go. Um, That's my my next iteration in this world, learning more about the actual crypto. Yeah, so, and we'll get there. We we'll have get some there. of your boys on the, on the streamcast later on. Yeah, man, we'll get there. But for this episode, Another episode of Moon Talk. Thank you. Thank you.